Okay, Tov. Today's daf is daf Kuftes Zayin in Baba Kamas. We learn for Achenokol basis rule on Asun about Star of Ashivya for every last one of them. We're at the uh, sixth line on the page where we left off yesterday. What happened over here? We talked about there were two cases in the mission. The first case was where <coughs> the um, people, the one person came with his barrel of wine, which is less expensive than a barrel of honey. And the barrel of uh, honey cracked, and the the owner of the barrel of wine saw what was happening. So he said, "I'll pour." I, he poured out his, and to save the other guy's uh, honey, so he saved the honey. And uh, the Gemara the Misha said he's only entitled to his wage. He's not entitled to his loss of wine. If he said, if he said, "Well, listen, I'll save your honey if you pay for my wine," then. Uh, then he has to pay for the wine. Okay. So he more... just keep the honey? Is it the honey <laughs> now? Oh, okay. He's going to lose it all. He's going to lose it. That's a good question. Right. If it would be actually Hefker. At that point, though, he hadn't done it. It was it's still safe. It was still in the man's hand. You're right. It cracked and had it all fallen out that, that he hadn't given up yet. That's a good point. Had he had it been obvious, as we're going to see in today's morning, had it been obvious that he gave up on it, then he would have been able to collect it. But the question over here, he says, listen, if I save you, will you pay for mine? So then he has to pay for the wine, right? Then the owner of the honey has to pay for the wine. He says, more am I, why couldn't he say, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I didn't, I'm not going to pay for your wine. Milo, time did we not learn? If you were running, a man was running away from a Goyesha jail where he was incarcerated, uh, you know, <clears throat> For not, not let's say not for good reason or whatever it was, he was running away from the jail. And he came to the river and there was a ferry there. Omalo, he said to the ferry driver, uh, Tool dinner, I'll give you a dollar. Even like the wage was, let's say, let's say the fare was 10 cents normally. I'll give you a dollar of Avrenu and uh, take me across. I'm trying to run away from the bad guys. He's only entitled, he's only entitled to the 10 cents. He's not entitled to more. So what do you see, Alma? Alma Lake is saying, Mishantim, I was just kidding. I was desperate. So I said, oh, I'll say, I'll say, yeah. can't he just say, I was kidding. I didn't really mean. In other words, when the um, when the owner of the Devash uh, said, okay, I'll pay for your wine, he could just say, I was just kidding. I didn't know I'm going to pay for your wine. Uh, you know, that's why should I pay you anything? I'll pay you for your wages. I'm not going to pay for that. So here also, I'm, I'm, uh, he can say, Mishantani Boch. Why can't he say also over here? The, the, uh, at the end, the person who could, the, the, the escaped prisoner could say, I'm just paying for your wages. I was just, you know, I was just exaggerating because I was desperate, but I wasn't really serious. I was just, I was just fooling around. I was just fooling you. So, hello, Dami. You know, this is comparable to the Sefer. There's a different case there when he was running away from jail. <laughs> he says, listen, take this dollar as your wage, Bobby Randy, and Take me across the river. Then Nosan Shamsham's got to pay the whole dollar. So the Gemara says, What? My generation, my should say, What's the difference between the ratio of the safer? Just because he said, Dinar Zeh versus Dinar, it's the same thing. He said, I'll give you a dollar if you cross me the river, cross me over the river. So why in the ratio could he just say, I was just kidding, I'm just giving you the 10 cent fare? That used to be what it cost on the Staten Island Ferry, right? Sometime, a long time ago. Umaishna uh, Seifa. But in the Seifa, he says he's got to pay the full dollar. Amr Rechama, the Seifa is speaking about at Sayyad, where the, the ferry wasn't simply a ferry driver. He had he was a fisherman. 
Ashol Dag Maryam, who would who would uh, capture uh, fish from the sea. But the Omer laughs, Dani Kabre Bezusa. I'll tell you why. You're giving me the dollar for my loss of income while I ferried you across. I'm not just a ferry driver. I catch fish. I'm a fisherman. And I could have caught fish during that time. That's why it's different over there. So um, so over here, how is it? So that's why we say it in, in the same because he could have lost his money. So over here also, the guy could say, listen, you know, I, I agree to, uh, you know, behind him, the Tan Rosh says, because he says it's different over here. Not like I just said, oh, I'll give you a dollar if you take me across the river. You know, and then I could just say I was kidding. But over here, the man said, listen, I'll pour out my wine if you agree to pay me for the wine. I'll save your honey if you pay me for the wine. The, 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 the honey's worth $10. The, the wine's worth $5. So you give me the $5. And I said, if you give me something for it, then I'll do it. But, Mo, but Avram's got a good point. If it was in a situation where the honey was obviously being lost and the guy was just, you know, you know, catching it, uh, you know, maybe he could have said that, uh, that it could be a situation where it's what we call uh, implied, uh, implied um, abandonment, implied uh, hefker. And we'll see that too. Normally hefkers, you have to mafker something which is not clear. You have to mafker in front of three people, right? Like you do, some people put up a sign on Shemitah, that you know the, the field is Hefker, the yard is Hefker, but there's also implied, as we'll see soon. Pardon? Implied Yish. Implied Yish. It's more than Yish. It's it's Hefker. It's Hefker. Now there's a whole Shila among the Achronim is Hefker mitam Yish or not, but I don't want to get into the issue now because it's it, first of all it's Machlokas whether Hefker mitam Yish right or Yish is mitam Hefker, but we've learned that in order for Yish, Yish has to have Yish and Shina Rishus. Whereas hefker alone is enough. If I mafker something, it's gone. It's out of my band. Here we're talking about real hefker. Now, the second case of the mission was not the case of the wine and the honey, but rather two men uh, had donkeys that they were going through the river. And all of a sudden, uh, a large stream came and swept away the donkeys. And my donkey's worth $100. Your donkey's worth $200. So as a good deed, I tried to save your donkey rather than lose them both. So it's a shatamachamarabachamachabero. So mine's worth 100, yours worth 200. So uh, if I just try to save it and I save yours, okay, I'm only entitled to my wages. What is it worth? You know, you paid me for my time. It took me an hour to help uh, save the donkey. So you pay me my wages. If I if I say, listen, I'll save yours if you pay me for for mine. In other words, if you pay me, you have a 200, you have a potential $200 loss. Mine's only $100. If you pay me the $100, not my wages. My wages is $5 or whatever it is. But if my, if you pay me for my donkey, I'll save yours and he has to pay him. So aren't these cases really the same? If I just saved it, Stam, I'm only entitled to my wages, whether it's the whether it's the honey or whether it's the donkey. And uh, if I specified, and I said, I'm only going to do it if you pay me for my loss, then I'm entitled. So why do we need both cases? Why do we need both cases? Says Gemara. Yes, you can tell me the first case with the wine and the and the honey. Where he said specifically, I will save your honey if you pay me for my wine. There, when he explained and he said specifically, you pay me for my wine, and I, which I'm going to destroy now. I'm going to pour it out. If you pay me for my wine, I will save your honey. Because there, you can understand that if I, since I said it, and I'm destroying my wine, I'm going to the ep, I'm really throwing out my wine. You better pay me for the wine. But over here, he's not on purpose uh, destroying his donkey. He's just saying he's letting it drown. 
right? The one with the with the eye who have the hundred dollar donkey. I'm just letting it drown. I'm not actually killing it. I'm not throwing it out. I'm not destroying it. Maybe over here, I'm even though I said I'm going to save your donkey if you pay for mine. I didn't really destroy mine. I just let it die. So maybe I still am only tied to my wages. Hamash no. That even over here, uh, you're entitled to your the price of the donkey. Vyashmir say if you tell me the last case with the donkey, when I didn't say, I just went and saved your donkey. I didn't say anything about you paying for mine. Because I didn't actually destroy my donkey. I just went as a good Samir. And I figured yours, you've got a stronger, a better donkey. I'll save yours. So there you say that you don't pay, that you only I only get my wages. But in the case of the wine, where it's obvious that I'm, I'm trying to help you more than me because I'm throwing out my wine, even if I didn't say anything. I just saw your advice. I really poured out my wine. I didn't say anything. Where I'm throwing out my wine. Maybe over there you should pay me anyway. Even if I didn't say, pay me for my wine and I'll save your honey. It's obvious that you should pay me for my wine because I'm spilling it out. I might think that I should get paid anyway. It's therefore, tell me in both cases, in that, in that case, when it's stam, you only get your wages unless you specify. What happens? Listen to this. I said, pay me for my donkey and I'll save your donkey, right? That's the deal. And you, the, the rule is you have to pay me for my donkey because I'm spending, I'm saving yours. Now I saved yours and I'm coming, where's, give me the $100. Meanwhile, my donkey miraculously survived and the, the water brought him to the bank and he's walking up the side there. What do you say over there? Now I got my donkey back. So maybe you shouldn't have to pay me. Yeah, but I made the effort. What do you say? Hashem had mercy on him and he's entitled to it anyway. I, we made a deal. You give me $100 for my donkey and I'll save yours. I saved yours. Give me the $100. Oh, my donkey was saved anyway. God gave me a donkey. God uh, miraculously saved my donkey. Sounds like the other of Safra, similar story with Rav Safra. Have a gozel b'shasher. Rav Safra was traveling on a caravan. Today's caravan day. We're going to have a lot of caravans. The other of Safra, have a gozel b'shasher. was with a caravan, which was basically like a, you know, like we, like, you know, like a wagon train. You know, they were going with donkeys. While this uh, whole, um, uh, now these wagon trains or these, these caravans were basically donkeys that were able to schlep stuff long, long distances, camels or donkeys. Usually we have donkeys here. And meanwhile, there was a lion following them every day, you know, and they were trying to keep the lion at bay. Uh, every day, every night, they sent out every, you know, every uh, donkey owner had to send out one of his donkeys. Uh, for the lion to eat. Otherwise, he would come and eat the people. So they would give him his food every night. And, and so every day, you know, they took turns. You give your donkey, you give your donkey, etc. And the lion ate it, and that's how they kept the lion at bay. When it was of Safra's turn, and they must have drawn lots or something, and, uh, you know, he got a clergy discount, so he was at the end, whatever. Uh, so they, uh, and when it came turn to, turn to give his donkey to the lion, Shadalei Hamra, they sent they sent the uh, donkey out, you know, to the lion was uh, who was following them. But he didn't eat it. He didn't eat Rafsafra's. Karam Rafsafra was Rafsafra went back and grabbed his donkey. Right. Why did he have to acquire it back? He was mafkret. Give it to the lion. They figured, okay, I'm giving it to the lion. Afgre. He wasn't giving it to everybody else. And his wife wouldn't. Wouldn't he get it back automatically himself? The answer is 
No, he, he did it to Amalei Rav Safra, Amalei Rav Safra, Rafa David. He did it just to be sure that nobody's going to contend with him. They're going to say, listen, everybody gave up their donkey. If your donkey survived, we should split it. You know, maybe or maybe somebody else will get it. He says, no, he only gave it for them, not, not for this one. So the same idea over here is that he was okay to his donkey. That's that's like Minashamayim. He got his donkey back. Um, uh, he didn't really give it to anybody else anyway, but he's entitled to his donkey. Same thing over here with the donkey who survived the, uh, the river. Uh, he got his own donkey back, but uh, he's not entitled. He's has to pay. He's not entitled to, or you can't take away anything else from him. You can't say take away part of his donkey because everybody else lost their donkeys. The same thing over here. The guy who had the expensive donkey still has to pay his donkey. Uh, he still has to pay the guy with the lesser donkey for his hundred dollars. That was the deal. The fact that uh, his own donkey survived was uh, God gave. God had mercy on him and performed a miracle for him, just like the case of Safra, where the lion didn't eat his donkey. I don't know what the lion ate that night. Maybe he found some other animal. Pardon? He had an upset. Yeah, yeah. Rav may What happens if he says, okay, listen, I'll make a deal. You pay for my donkey and I'll go save yours. And I'll save yours. And he wasn't able to save it. He made an effort, but he wasn't able to save it now. Omerlo, Zushel, that's a question. He's entitled to his wages, but he didn't save my animal. The whole idea was, if I save your $200, you'll give me $100 out of that. But I didn't save the $200. He's not entitled. That's like that deal. I'll save your $200 and you give me $100. He didn't save the $200. So he's not, all he's entitled to is his wages for, for his, you know, his hourly fee for helping help him. What do you mean? He's not entitled to his wages. You hire a worker. You hired a worker, a shliach, to bring some cabbage or some other herbs uh, to a sick person, and when he got to that person, he found the man who's dead already, or that he, he or he had uh, recovered, and it wasn't necessary. He's got to pay the full wage that you hired him for. Here you see, even though he couldn't accomplish his task, he still gets his full wages, so why don't you save here too? He tried to save the donkey, he should get his full wages. Over there, the shlif did He brought the cabbage, to the sick person. Turns out the sick person didn't need it, but he did his job. He, he pushed it all the way. He did, he did whatever he had to do. So here the shlichus was, save my donkey. He didn't save the donkey. He didn't have to go anywhere. The, the, the deal was save my donkey and get $100. Well, he didn't save the donkey, so he's not entitled to $100. There the deal was, take this over there. If you're hired, if you're a messenger service or a Federal Express and you take it there, your job is to take it there. Your job is not to worry about uh, how the guy's going to eat it. Tanarabana. Shayara, another caravan. A caravan was going in, in the uh, wilderness, you know, in the dangerous place in the wilderness. And the bandits came to plunder this group. This is what happened many times, just like in the Wild West. It was a common thing throughout history. There was always bandits and bad guys who would attack the uh, wagon train or the caravan, whatever. And they... Now, so you make a deal with the bandits that, you know, try to pay them off. So you figure it out, not according to, let's say there's 10 people in the uh, caravan. Uh, you don't split it equally. You split it according to their assets because the Ganovim, the bandits are going to take the money, right? They're going to take according to the money there. So you split it according to the bandits. If one guy had a dollar and another guy had a million dollars, you don't say that each guy gives a dollar. The guy with the million dollar stand stood to lose more. He's got to pay accordingly, proportionally, according to the number uh, amount of money that he had. Let's say they had a guide 
they had hired a guy because it was a dangerous way and he knew how to uh, how to uh, manage to get to, uh, through there and um uh, you know how to get through there without uh, w- avoiding the bandits avoiding the bad guys where their lives were at stake uh, you, you, they needed a guy to make sure that they uh, their lives were at stake then then you could even make a cheshman according to the number of people meaning that everybody's life is worth the same thing so if you have, if you if you hired a guy you pay the guy according to the number of people not according to how much money they have in their wallet however that if you you go according to the minic of the of the donkey drivers in other words whatever the minic is sometimes if the minic is rashi says so you do whatever the minute was, but that's the normal the normal way was that if bandits would come and they were demanding money, you pay according to how much money each person had, because that's what if they would stand to lose if they would rip everything off from them. Um, and, but if you're hiring a guide uh, to save you from you know lions and tigers and wild animals, you pay according to the number of each person pays the same. the Now what happened was is that the donkey drivers. The people who were traveling would each bring their own donkey, and the donkey drivers would drive them, and they knew, and they stood together as a big group. And at night, the donkey drivers were responsible to to uh, to watch the donkeys, make sure they didn't run away, they wouldn't get lost or be eaten by wild animals or whatever. So Rishonah Hamar and Lahasas, they can make a condition, if anybody's donkey is lost, in other words, you're hired to be a driver, right? Like you rent a car, you rent a donkey. So the donkey, the, the owners bring the, their donkeys and the donkey drivers drive them. What happens if after a day or two on a hundred day trip, uh, the donkeys dies or gets lost or whatever? So what's the, you're not going to pay the donkey driver not because he has nothing to drive. So they make a condition. You got to bring me another donkey. You go wherever we pass through a town. You got, you got to supply me with another donkey. You hired me for the trip. You got to pay me another one. If, if they lost the donkey due to negligence, that's Kusya, then you don't have to give them another one. But if it's not negligence, if the donkey driver says, tell you what, give me the money, give me the money, right on the side, he brings down, I'll buy my own, I'll buy my own, I'll, I'll guard him anyway, and she'll be able to listen to him. Why? Because if he has a donkey, he's going to stand to protect him at night, to protect the whole the whole group of donkeys. How do you say a herd of donkeys? I don't know, but a group, the whole the whole caravan, they'll guard the whole caravan at night. If he just says it takes money, you're afraid that he won't really be that, he won't uh, he won't uh, give that much protection. Isn't that obvious? The donkey driver himself has another donkey. He's going to guard the donkeys anyway because he wants to guard his own. Different guarding one, guarding two. If you have two donkeys, you're going to really make an extra effort to guard them at night when everybody else is sleeping. Let's say uh, a boat was on the was on the waters. I'm going to let a big uh, gale wind, a tidal wave came, Latova to uh, to um, sink the whole boat. The Kilo Masas, this is a reminder, of course, sounds like uh, the story of Yonah. The Kilo Masas, so what do they do? They start throwing luggage over, 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 the, over the side, right, to, uh, to lighten the load. Uh, I don't know that that would help, but anyway, so uh, you don't figure out how much, you know, you have diamonds in your suitcase and I have dirty underwear, you know, you don't look at it that way. You go according to weight, right? Because you have to lighten the load. So it goes, you don't figure out how much this guy's got expensive stuff. This guy's got cheaper stuff. You don't figure, well, you figure according to mom. But you don't change the minute of the, of the saponim, of the sailors, whatever, whatever the rules of the uh, ocean are, 
he follows those. Rishonas Farm Mahasas, and again, the Sapanam, the, the uh, boat drivers, uh, don't forget, they didn't have gigantic boats in those days, like we have, you know, uh, ocean liners. Um, they weren't ships, they were really small boats. Rishonas Sapanam Mahasnos, they can make an addition. Komisha Avlosfian, again, if anybody's boat uh, is um, uh, sinks, Yamanos Finchais, got to bring him another one because I was hired to do the job of driving a boat. Although, because if if the boat was lost due to negligence on the part of the of the captain, you don't give him another one. But if it was not the negligence, if he goes to a place, in other words, if the captain of the boat, the, the boat driver, took the boat to a place that boats can't go, meaning because it was too dangerous, it was too deep, you don't give him another one. What happens is this. In the um in, in, in Nisan, in the uh in the at the time of um in the spring when the snow melts and the waters are high, uh they only go away one boat, one rope length from the bank. In other words, they stay, these are not ocean lines that go in the middle of the ocean. They, they stay near the near the bank of the uh, of the river. So the Benisim Nisan, when there's a lot of water in the rivers. They stay one rope length away from the bank, from the sides. And Tishrei, after the summer, when the waters have receded, there's less water there, then they go away two rope lengths because it's too shallow, one rope length. Two rope length is a good is a good depth. What happened was this captain, this boat driver, in Nisan, when the waters are much deeper, he went two boat lengths away with the way they, they would normally travel in Tishrei when the waters are less deep. Now the same I might think, well, he was just following his normal route because the last time he was hired was in Tishrei Kamash. Well, we don't say that. This was negligence on the part of the boat owner. The water was too deep and therefore was more subject to winds and uh, and uh, being uh, sunk. And therefore it's the boat it's the boat driver's responsibility. Tanarban and Shayara, again, a caravan, Shahisamachmid was going on the in the uh, Midbar, in the desert, and again, bandits stood up to, uh, bandits attacked it to plunder it, and one of the people in the caravan got up, he saved a lot of the stuff. They were stealing everything, and he was able to fend them off, and he saved a lot of stuff. Whatever he saved goes to the owners. Say there were 10 people in the caravan. He can't just say, well, I'm keeping everything I saved, because that way, he didn't say anything. He just he went and saved. Then everybody, whatever he saved, everybody goes and identifies their items that he saved, and they can keep it. If he said, listen, I'm going to save everything. You guys are all scaredy cats. You're not capable. And whatever I save, I'm going to keep. Lots me. He's lots me. He's allowed to keep everything that he saved. So Gemara said, what are the circumstances here? If other people are also able to save, they're just not. They don't bother right now. Or they're not running to do it, or they said I'll do it later, or whatever. If they're able to save it, I feel safe and I'm safe. Even if he says I'm going to save everything, but whatever I save is mine. Why? They're, they're not giving up. The other owners are also not miyish. They're not giving up. They're saying, look, you want to go get it? You're going now. I'm not that worried. Maybe my stuff will be saved, and I could also go if I want to. They're not being miyish. So even if he says I'm going to whatever I save, I'm going to keep, even if it's yours. Why would that work? And if they're not capable of saving anything. Even if he doesn't say anything, he should be able to keep it because they have effectively abandoned it. It's Hefker, because they know that these guys come and all these guys with guns and uh, bows and arrows come, 
and there are a bunch of uh, Jews with uh, Shreimuch and everything, they're going to say, well, I'm going to do it. Of course, it's all lost. Just give him everything. I hope he doesn't kill me. So I feel even if he doesn't say anything, he should be able to keep it because they are because they have abandoned it. They've been after We're not talking about regular, independent travelers in the caravan. We're talking about partners. In a case like this, where it's where there's imminent abandonment, the shutaf can split it up. In other words, can take his share without the other guy. In other words, the shutaf can say, "Listen, we're splitting. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, we're, we're dividing up whatever we own together." In other words, they owned all oh, the 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 caravan. The people in the caravan were partners, and one of the partners said, "I'm going to save everything, but you know what? I'm dividing it all, all up first. And whatever I whatever I save is mine. I'm saving the part that's mine." So Omar, if he said, I'm going to keep whatever I say, then Pollock, he's effectively shown that he split up the shit of a shit could do that. Lo, Omar, if he didn't say anything, he just went and saved it. Lo, Pollock, he didn't save it. He didn't, he, then he didn't split it, and he was effectively saving it for the whole partnership. That's why it makes a difference if he said, if he didn't say anything, everybody keep, gets to keep their own, or the partnership keeps it all. If he said something, then he's saying effectively, I'm splitting it up. You know what? I'm splitting it up, and I'm going to save my share. Your share is gone. Rav Amar, obviously, it would be different if he saved everything. Right? If he saved everything, then yeah, everybody gets theirs. He was only able to save a portion. Rav Amar, we're speaking about where these were workers. The person who saved it, the person who said, I'm going to save it, or he went and saved it, is one of the workers. We're going to have that in two weeks. We can have. He says, uh, a, a worker could quit in the middle of the day. Let's say he's a day worker. Quit in the middle of the day. He's not a slave. So he can quit in the middle of the day. The common law harder as long as he hasn't quit. So what happened was one of the workers was in the caravan and he went and saved everything. So if he didn't say, if he didn't say I'm quitting, then uh, he's saving it for the owners. Fine. Then then everybody gets to keep their own. But if he says, listen, I quit. I'm, I quit now. Uh, it's a different reason. I'm not your worker. I'm, I just quit. And therefore, I'm just uh, saving something which has been abandoned by everybody else. I'm entitled to keep it. Ravashi Rashi gives it a simple example. He says, you don't have to say speaking about partners. You don't have to speak about a worker. You asked if the person, if the other people could save it, why would the first person, why would the person who saved the stuff be able to keep it? The answer is, they could all save it through great effort. If he said what? If he said, look, I'm going to save it for myself, and they didn't say anything, then he gets to keep it himself. Last one, because they should have, they didn't object. But if they didn't say anything, so they get to keep it. Rashi says, look at the last Rashi before the Mishnah. If he says, I'm keeping it for myself, whatever I say, and the other people heard, and they didn't say anything, and they didn't make an effort, they gave up on it. It shows that they, they were miyayish, below bumps and upshine, and they're not gonna they're not gonna make a great effort, etc. Now here Michael he used the lotion of Ayesh, but 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 before the previous Rashi, before Ravashi, Amar Harabay, Bazakim Afkera. So you see that Hefker and Yish go together. That's what the Shila is uh is is Hefker Mitam Yish or whatever. But I believe there certainly was Hefker. Uh, but if it was clear that they could say, In other words, uh, it's, it's speaking about a case where uh, it, if it was obvious that they could save it themselves, 
and he said, I'm going to save it, then he can't take it away. The question was, if they could save it themselves, then why is he zochet to it? Uh, why is that, even he said the answer is, they could save it, but with, through great effort. If they could save, if it's obvious that they could save it, even if he's not going to keep it, that doesn't mean anything, because they could also save it. But here, they can only save it through great effort. So if he said, I'm going to keep it myself, and they didn't say anything, then it shows that that um, that uh, that he gets to keep it, that they were mavatar, so to speak, and they didn't say anything. But if he didn't say anything, they could have also uh, gone to help. They just didn't bother. They didn't know that that was his intention to keep everything. If somebody steals a field, now technically you can't really steal a field, it only belongs to the owner. But he took possession of the field, but not we must seek him. And then um, other uh, people, other bandits came and took it from him. There was one guy stole a field, and then bandits took it from him. In Makspadini, if everybody's other fields are also being stolen at the time, right, uh, at, at his field and other fields, so the Gaza can say, listen, it's not in my power here, take it. Your field, go get, go get it from them. I didn't cause the harm. They would have taken this field anyway, possibly. Then he says, If it's because of the Gazlan, then he's got to give another field. Igmar is going to say, What do you mean, we just said it depends if there was other people, if it's the Masik and took it, then and and other, and it's a Makas Medina. He could just say, Listen, take it. I, I, didn't, I can't do anything. He would have taken it anyway. And if it's not, because it's obvious, so what's the Masagazlan? Igmar is going to explain. It's like Mandatani Masikin. If you use the word Masikin, like, as bandits, Lomishamish is not a mistake. Mandatan Matsikin Lomishamish. Matsikin is like annoying, right? Mandatan Matsikin Lomishamish, why dechsev? The Matsor Uva Matsov, with siege and oppression. So either way, you know, Matsikin is also oppressor. So Mandatan Matsikin, if you say Matsikin as the, as the, for the word of the bandits, also Lomishamish Chsev, Yeyorash, in the curse it says Yeyorash Hatzlotzal will be inherited by the uh, the locusts, uh, the grasshoppers will take a mean, yachsen and is a kind of a grasshopper, will inherit it. So either way, so either way, we say that uh, that the lotion of uh, masikin, like uh, sakah, like also, both are, are good lotion, masikin, sakah, or matsikin, both of the lotion we're referring to bandits. Imach masagasan chayef, echidami, what do you mean because of the gasan? Ilema dansu ala aradi day, right? If you're saying that he took his land, and they didn't take the other people's land, so it's obvious it's because of the Goslin. It's just he's got to give him another field. If if they took it only from him and they didn't take others, so it was obvious because of something that he did, right? We saw in the ratio, if they took others, then he could shave a panecha. If they didn't take others, then he's got to he's, the Goslin has to make it make good. Elo, low. Honestly, the word you have below here three times in a row. Elo, if it wasn't because of Makadina, then what? Then the uh, then he doesn't get off. He can't say how Rashapanecha. Over here it was, what happened is that the Goslin showed them this land. They were looking for land. And he says, here, take this piece of land, right? He didn't really take this land. And this because that's what we mean over here. In the end, the mission is not talking about where he didn't steal it at all. He didn't steal it himself. Ella, he heard that they're looking to, uh, to steal lands of people. And he says, go take this land. This is a good, this is a good piece of land. Maybe the uh, Goyim, Forced him. I mean, they said, "Listen, give us some good land, or we're going to take yours." And they said to him, "Show us some good land." And he showed him that one among them too. In either case, the end of the mission is not is not part of the first mission. The first part of the mission is as if a guy steals a field and and it was stolen from him by bandits. If they're stealing other fields, he can say, "Listen, I can't do anything." Yours would have been taken anyway. If it, if they didn't take others, then he can't say that, and he's got to make good. 
in Machmas Gazlan means that the Gazlan didn't even steal it. He just showed it to the Goyim and they took it from him. Oh, Gavra, there's a story where at the near the bottom of the page, four lines. Oh, Gavra, the wide line. Oh, Gavra, the Achbe, Achbe, the Chita, the Beresh Gusa. There was a man who showed a heap of wheat that belonged to the Exilar to the Goyim and they took it. They brought him before Rav Nachman, this man. Chaiver Rav Nachman, the Shomer. Nachman made him pay, made him pay because he showed the Goyim where this uh, wheat, heap of wheat was. They wouldn't have known where it was. Listen carefully. So Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman was the posik over here. Rav Yosef was sitting in the back behind Rav Huna Barchia, like two rows back. Rav Huna Barchia committed Rav Nachman. Rav Huna Barchia was sitting for Rav Nachman. He heard the psak din that they made this man pay. He didn't steal it. He just showed the Goyim where it was. So Rav Huna Barchia was sitting in front of Nachman, asked Rav Nachman, Dino Knasa, is that the law? It, like it makes that's the halacha, or you're just fining him because he was a bad guy, and you know you 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 know you want to uh, set an example. Amalei masis is a mishnah. The tanana mishnah said in machmas the gazan chayvlam and lo sada acher if the gazan if because the gazan the gazan didn't steal it, he just showed him where it was. You got to give him another one. All he had to do was show it to him. He didn't really steal it. So you see from our mishnah that if you just showed them where the Jewish field was or the Jewish crop was, whatever, uh, then you have to pay. So I'm basing on the mishnah. Busted enough, like after Rav Nachman went out, Omelir of Yosef, Rav Huna, so Rav Yosef was sitting in the back, said to Rav Huna Bachia, my nafkamina, why do you ask him, is it a din or a knas? Oh, din or a knas. What's the difference if it's a din or a knas? The Mishnah said that. So what's the difference if it's a din or a knas? Omelay, idina, if it's a law, a regular government, we can learn other cases from there. E knas, a logarithm, it's a knas, maybe it was a one shot deal, and we don't, uh, and we can't learn other cases from there. When we're not taming of a knas, how do we know that we don't learn from a knas? A knas is a special halacha, like you say, halacha mosh You can't derive things, other things for halacha mosh because that was a special halacha. Here, not. So, how do you know? How do you know that you don't learn from a knas? The time you listen to this, do this. We're going to talk now about damages that you do to somebody where the damage is not evident. It's a hezek shenu nicker. One of them is matama. You defile his uh, his produce, and they can't be eaten at the tara, right? You can't eat it. Or menasach, you make it a uh, bodazara, right? Also, you can't see it, but it's it's also now. They said, so even though those are Hezek, Shane, and Nick are usually Loshmei Hezek, the rabbi said, uh, fine, you have, to, you have to pay for them also. Chazulam, then they added on, even if you mix Truma in somebody, you mix Truma into somebody's Chulam. Now, Chulam's worth more money, could be sold to anybody. Truma can only be sold to a coin. So you've diminished its value, let's say, by 50%, right? So the first two cases, you totally made it worthless, right? It's a Metame Manasa, you can't use it at all. The coin can't use it at all. If it's a madama, okay, you've diminished its value. Only because they went back and they in that way. They added on to the takana. Why did they have to go back and say, originally, they only they only gave a, they only said you have to pay for madama menasach, those kind of hesek chain and ikr. Then they added on, even madama, where the where you didn't lose all its value, just partially, you, you diminished its value. My time, Lamashim the Knasu, isn't because this is a Knasu, a Knasu, a Gamarina So here you see, it's from a Knasu, you can't learn. So that's why you wanted to know is that Psak from our Mishnah that Rav Nachman based on, is that a Knasu or is it a Lacha? So he said, no, that's not the reason. Mikara, that's not, not because of the Knasu. Mikara Sarvi left some Ruba Chashu. The rabbi's worried about Hefsud Ruba where you lost a lot of money. You were Matami or Manasachit, then can't be used at all. Lehefsud Muad, where it was only a small loss, like the case of Madama, where you mix the Chulin uh, with the truma, and therefore the chulin was diminished in value. Lo chashishu. They weren't that worried about a small loss, a little bit soft, and they figured safi lapsed more nami chashu. It was not because of a knas, just because originally they said we're gonna we're gonna make you pay when it's a big loss, 
and later on we'll make you pay even when was, where it's later on they decided even a small loss, but it's not because of a knas. It's not a knas. It's because of real loss. Because any batani the ravavin learning the case differently. Originally he said metami and medama, where it's also a small loss. That was a chazulomer apa menasach. Then they added on even menasach. So it's not dependent on the amount of the loss. Chazuain lo chazulo. Only because they they changed their mind, they added on more. My time lavishim delogar minim knasa. Why 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 did they have to first make, make a rule about metami and medama? Where so we, so we see it's not because of total loss or or partial loss. They first made that rule. Then they added on menasach also. Why? Why isn't it all one part of Allah when it's Hezek, Shane, and Nikah that causes a financial damage? My time, Allah should be like me because he can't learn from Knasa. He says, no, it's also not because Knas. Mikor Savik Rav Avin. Originally thought like Rav Avin's halach, as we'll see in a minute. Then they thought like Rav Avin. Mikor Savik Rav Avin, Dom Rav Avin. On Shabbos, you threw an arrow on, you know, from four, four Amas, right? From the beginning to the end of four Amas. You tore somebody's uh, silk uh, shirt, whatever, in the middle, right? Your putter for the shirt, why? When you lifted up the arrow and then you threw it, right? So that's part of all one action. The akira, the, the lifting up, right? The moving it originally is part of the setting it down later on, right? The, the, the displacement is all one part of one action. And therefore it's come in Ramade and you don't have to pay for the shirt because you're high Misa for Shabbos. As soon as you picked up the arrow, in this case, picked up the wine, right? As soon as you picked up the wine, you were conan. And that part, you stole it. For stealing the wine. You only have Misa for being Manasseh, for Avodazar, until you actually until you actually mix it, you do the libation in the shame of Avodazar. So that's what happened over here. Originally, it said metame medame. They said they they made that takana right. Why didn't they include menasech? Because they figured they figured that menasech your potter on why come the ramadi you don't have to pay for menasech because you're menasech the wine since you're chayper avodazor you're potter for the wine right like the first opinion like Robin, that it's all one big thing. Then they felt like or Yirmiya no you're chayper for stealing the wine as soon as you pick it up. You're only hired for Misa later on, so it's not come to Rabbi, therefore you have to pay for it also. So in these cases, however you learn it the first way or the second way, the point is that it's not because of the Knas, it's because of an actual loss of money. It's not a Knas, it's a loss of money. Knas is where it's a fixed amount of money or where you pay not the, the value. Here we're talking about loss of value, and therefore it's not because of a Knas. So he answered him, if it's a din, you learn from it. If it's a knas, you don't learn from there. But how do we know that you don't learn from a knas? We weren't able to prove it from these cases. All right, we'll pick it up here from the story uh, uh, six lines into the wide lines or five lines into the wide lines tomorrow. Have a good day. Surah